Welcome, listeners, to the Liberty Tech History Podcast. For this episode, I decided to tell you about probably one of the best admirals in history, Admiral Yi Sun Shin. After passing the exams to be a military officer in 1576, Yi served at multiple army and navy posts where he focused on drilling his men, but was twice demoted after being falsely accused by jealous colleagues. In 1591, Yi was appointed commander of the naval forces in the province of Lev Chola. Then he... There he focused on drilling and supplying his men. He even helped design the famous turtle ship. The turtle ship had cannons on all sides, it had a metal hide so it could not be boarded, and it had a dragon head on the front so it could unleash smoke, raging fire, or cannon fire on its enemies. But before even the first of these ships could be sent out, the Japanese invaded Korea. The local commanders did nothing because they thought the Japanese had come on a tribute or trade mission. Then they saw about 700 Japanese warships closing in. Still, they did nothing. I have no idea why. Even when a small, even when a small group of enemy ships came forward, they didn't even send a small scout ship. If they did, they would have noticed that they were unarmed cargo ships that would have been demolished against the cannons of the Korean Navy. They would have also, they would have also known that this commander was going against orders, eager for group eager for glory. The first Japanese ships board and soldiers pour out. Still, local commanders do nothing. The commanders finally acted when the Japanese samurai started to slaughter the populace, but by then it was too late. Sometime after this, Yi got word of some Japanese ships at a dock. Yi rushed over there with his ships immediately. When they got there, he sent two ships ahead. When these two ships were were sure that the Japanese saw them, they turned. As planned, the Japanese followed. When they had led the enemy to the Korean Navy, they surrounded the enemy and fired. He used this strategy quite often, and since it was so successful, he trained his ships in a special formation called the Crane's Wings. He won stunning victories with this tactic against impossible odds. After these stunning victories, Yi heard word of a Japanese fleet guarding a vital port for the Japanese. He sailed there with his fleet, but when he got there, he was vastly outnumbered. He tried everything, but the Japanese fleet would not budge. They had strict orders to guard the port and only guard the port. The Korean fleet would not engage in any major battle anytime soon. Since they would not engage any major battle, Yi hired refugees to work at his home base on an island. At first, they were only producing grain. But soon they were producing salt and timber. A research center was formed here, where the first successful Korean muskets were formed. He constantly petitioned the court for marines, but they couldn't supply him with those kind of men. No one was up for the task he wanted them to accomplish. So now the Japanese could reinforce the harbor and supply their invasion. After some time, the Korean court received a letter from one of the Japanese commanders that seemed to be telling him where one of the where one of the Japanese commander's rivals was stationed, and that if they sent Yi, they could destroy that fleet. When Yi heard this order, however, he refused to be lured by the obvious Japanese trap. But Yi's childhood friend Ryu, who was the main reason Yi was still alive and not sentenced to death after being demoted, had enemies in court. When they heard that Yi refused this order, they accused him for treason. Ryu could do nothing to help. But there were still those who saw Yi's usefulness, and though they couldn't save him entirely, they did save his life. So once again, Yi was reduced to the rank of a common soldier. But after a major disaster under his replacement Wan Kyon, Yi was once again put in command. By now, a Japanese, 
Chinese army. Chinese army finally arrived to aid Korea, and most important for Yi, the Chinese navy decided that they could work with Yi, and so they decided to bottle up the Japanese army in one of their last fortresses. The, the Japanese commander tried bribery, but whenever he lured the Japanese regiment, Yi put them back in place. So the commander sent a small ship to send a message to another commander to send aid. Yi heard, Yi heard word of this plan and prepared. At night, he blocked the aiding fleet with the Chinese admiral, but the Chinese commander, who was unused to fighting the Japanese, decided to get close and attack. He ordered a rescue, but the rest of his ships were paranoid. They just were so paranoid, they just stayed there. But after seeing Yi's flagship causing so much damage, they joined him. But at the height of the battle, Yi was shot and died, seen only by his son, nephew, and a faithful servant. They dressed in his armor, gave orders like him, nobody noticed in death until after the battle. And so the man that had defended Korea so well for so long died.